0: The left has us all wrong. We don't want to simply turn the clock back to a time when the status quo of elitist deep state bureaucrats dominated us. We want to restore the republic our founders intended, an America that is of, by, and for the people, an America that abides by its constitution without fail. Coming to you from the land of common sense and American pride. The Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner starts now. Hello Patriots, welcome to episode 246 of the Patriot Review. I have um, Mr. Edward Bartlett coming on, the founder of saveservices.org. We're going to talk about something that's near and dear to our hearts, that is the practice of the left that has infiltrated our legal system, the practice of false accusations, oftentimes sexual in nature, and um, the kangaroo courts, the court systems that uh, really have popped up in our colleges and universities as a result of an actual Obama initiative, uh, and Joe Biden's insanity implying Title IX. To what we're seeing around the country today, whether it's uh, transgender issues or, you know, um, men in uh, in women's sports and and so on. So we're going to get into all that shortly. But before we do that, I do want to share just some stories with you. Uh, so let me do this here. Got to get this presenter back up. My apologies. All right. So we have. Trump in the news as usual, as always, right? And this time he scores. Well, it says a big win in this article after court orders the 454 million dollar fine. Of course, this is the dealing with Engeron and the the uh, the lie that t- Trump committed fraud. Um, I don't know about you, but you know the the whole concept of fraud. Somebody has to be defrauded, right? And uh, nobody was in this case. As a matter of fact, he paid millions and millions of dollars in interest. And the uh, the, the bank uh, members themselves came to testify on Trump's behalf. And, of course, it was ignored because our courts have been militarized and lawfare is being used against us in many, many different ways. Whether you're talking about you know, even a former president uh, or you're talking about a J-6 prisoner, a political prisoner, or you're talking about a father who's I mentioned in this in this interview whose daughter is, is raped uh, in a girl's bathroom in school uh, because of the whole uh, access to the trans students, people who are identifying as something they're not. And um, so, you know, I wanted to bring this story up because basically what happened is that. Trump, he scored a victory, yes, in the sense that he gets temporary control over his organization. He has uh, time to make the arrangements he needs to pay the fine, but guess what? The fine doesn't go away. It's just all complete nonsense, and they're, they're only pissing off the American people. Yes, there's, there's those people are, that are out there that hate Trump, that have the Trump derangement syndrome. Some of them are Soros-paid lackeys in the DA's offices, as we know. Uh, you know, But um, this is extremely dangerous for all, all of us, including the liberals themselves, because what they do to us clears a way for us to do that to them. And that's not what we want to see. That's not what I want to see. I want I want uh, justice to actually mean something. I want uh, you know fair and impartial juries and I want uh, speedy trials and not not trials like uh, that uh, people like Jake Lang are waiting for for 3 years and 40-some odd days now, you know, and um, it's it's absolute it's absolutely gone in a direction that I think none of us could have imagined, or could have foretold, or seen, or believed, but here we are, and you know the kangaroo courts are are now have now reached their ways out of the colleges and universities, which are the testing grounds, all the way to you know our our major appellate courts, and some would argue even our Supreme Court, and of course Trump is having to fight this back all the way up to Supreme Court levels, but again, it's just it's just taking off the people even the independents, uh, you know, are, are coming over to Trump and uh, they're basically committing suicide, I believe, the, uh, the left and um, the election, I hope, shows that. Uh, another story, state police training to reduce time spent on the Constitution, making room for gender identity focus. Ah, uh, yes, we have to... We have to have that gender identity focus. Uh, God forbid that the police actually learn what your rights are. That won't result badly. They won't uh, you know, storm, storm uh, moms' homes and break down their doors because they spoke up at a school board meeting. That won't happen. No, they don't need to know the Constitution. Well, I reached out to Marjorie Taylor Greene's office, and I haven't heard anything back, but what I wanted to do is to have her sponsor a bill that would require the, any member of state legislature or federal legislature, uh, hopefully the states would adopt this, but uh, at least at the federal level to, to begin with, that uh, those, those members have to pass uh, an exam on the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence and what the true meanings are and um, of course affirm their commitment that they uphold the the constitution and um, i think it'd be interesting to see who would vote yes and no i think that would be a a good a good way to gauge who we really have in office and maybe i'll hear from her i don't know but in this case just more nonsense you know i wanted to show you this because uh it is it's a it's a process that you know, we've been watching unfold in front of us slowly over time, going back, as I said, to the Obama administration. But the, the focus on you know making sure that the police, I mean, you remember that during the height of the defund the police movement, it was said, well, you know, our, um, our social workers will go out to all the domestic violence calls, the most dangerous calls, by the way, that police face. It's number one call that uh, gets them in trouble with, People shooting at them and uh, so they wanted to send social workers out and quickly found out that that just was not gonna that was not gonna do it and then you have the left reversing course and funding police officers again but here we have more garbage to make sure that you know the another uh, institution our, our laws and our, our, uh, our, our soldiers on the front line that being the police officers <clears throat> are brainwashed into this mentality um, You know, this is stuff that they don't need to know, quite frankly. This is stuff that uh, they're not, they're not a social club. They're not, they're not there to, they don't exist to make everybody, you know, feel uh, warm and fuzzy. They exist to implement the laws of the land fairly and justly. And uh, that's what needs to be focused. But first they have to understand that law, right? So this is a big loser to me. All right, another one, uh, a little immigrant brags about living off the U.S. Taxpayers said he's allergic to work. I came to vacation. Now, this little slime ball who, you know, basically uh, a Venezuelan national living in Ohio has acquired following on the social media sites, and uh, he, he talks about how he avoids working, and this is from Fox News originally. He recently posted a video on TikTok urging his 300,000 followers to unite to pay the fines of a 15-year-old migrant who allegedly shot a tourist in New York's New York Times Square. And that, of course, has been in the news. So this little slimeball wants, uh, wants to rush to the defense of this murderer. And I tell you what, I'll play a little bit of it, and you will see what I mean. He's a
1: little yes, he's got a he's
0: got a family. Doesn't matter what the impact of his murder was on the the family, uh, the American family that uh, is here legally. This little slime ball thinks that he has the 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 ability to speak out and not be penalized for for being in this country illegally yes he does have the ability to speak out that i would i would protect that ability but what's missing is the fact that um we as a people are not doing anything about about him and people like him he should have never made it in and we're we're starting to pay the penalty already and more and more blood is going to be on on the hands of Biden and the left. And this is something that we simply cannot tolerate. It's it's uh, unacceptable. And uh, eventually, I think it's going to be it's going to be people on the right who have to rise up and do something about this invasion. I, I predict, as I predicted before, that um, if Trump gets elected, there's going to be violence. There's going to be the left going through all their crap. There's there's burning down city blocks and you know once again they'll be justified in doing it because uh the the big bad evil white men are are the problem and uh if if trump loses i think there could be violence as well and um more and more people keep sending me messages saying that's the only answer is violence. I'd like to know what you think. Why don't you send me an email at redbloodedpatriots at protonmail.com. Let me know what you think about the whole the whole country where it's going, whether you think violence is, is going to be something that's unavoidable. I know that anybody on my side, uh, you know, hopes for peace. And uh, <laughs> I'm just thinking about a Dale Carnegie course that I took a long, long time ago in which the quote was uh, pray for the best, hope for the best but prepare for the worst and maybe we're at that point where we have to prepare for the worst and with the election coming up i think that that is the catalyst one way or the other and uh, all i hope is that we regain our country and trump does win and we 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 send these people out of the country to come in legally the way they should so we know who's coming in and the left continually denies what all of us see in every news story, that it's military-age males like this punk who are coming into our country, little gangbanger, little, little uh, fentanyl-carrying scumbags and child traffickers and cartel members and military-age men from Islamic nations whose sole mission is to destroy the big and the little Satan, right? the U.S. and Israel. And uh, Chinese males who are here to, some of them are here to spy and cause problems and disruption. There will be all kinds of death. And as I said in my last episode, most likely the victims are are going to be females and children. And uh, that should wake everybody up because it's absolutely disgusting. It's treason, is is what's what it is. It's treason. This this uh, this so-called president and um, and all of his uh, DOJ counterparts that uh, participate in this disgusting lawlessness are all guilty of treason because it's destroying our country. Be right back with my interview after this. This is what we think of when we think of Armageddon, the utter destruction of America. There is no need for bombs, no need for World War III. Chaos, slavery, and terror will reign. The complete destruction of America and of freedom can be accomplished by one man.
2: Ignore the thought police and subscribe or follow the Patriot Review.
1: It's your patriotic duty. I'd
0: like to welcome for the very first time on the Patriot Review, Edward Bartlett. He's the founder of SAVE. Received his PhD from Johns Hopkins. Everybody's heard of Johns Hopkins, of course. Former faculty member at three universities and former federal regulator at the Department of Health and Human Services author of over a thousand peer-reviewed articles and editorials, proud father of three avid bike lists. That's cool. So, Ed, welcome to the show. Edward, we're going to talk about um, Biden's plan with Title IX, something that everybody should be aware of. In the, um, so tell us a little bit first about your background and what, what led you to found SAVE, and what is SAVE for our yeah.
2: viewers? Yeah, thanks for asking, Jeff, and pleasure to be with you today. Um so Save as, as it stands for Stop Abusive and Violent Environments. Uh, it is a long acronym. Uh, SaveServices.org is our website. Uh, we started this up uh, twelve years ago because you may remember way back then uh, uh, in their, under the Obama administration, they they created these uh, so-called kangaroo courts, campus kangaroo courts, mm-hmm. and, and this is where uh, these are these disciplinary committees. Uh, There's typically not a lawyer on these committees, so so they have no concept of due process. They have no concept of fairness. They have no concept of presumption of innocence. Uh, on and on. That's that's what a kangaroo court is. That was established thanks to a, a decree from the Department of Education in 2011. So so that's that's where the story began.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I do remember those days remember of course the Duke lacrosse players and how those uh, kangaroo courts can get out of hand and actually uh, we're seeing it play out in in our courtrooms today right with President Trump and the lack of due process that that, uh, he's really getting and the denial to a jury trial in New York and the uh, even even more so the J6 prisoners really America's entered the realm of China of Chinese political prisoners North Korea I mean we're I, I don't even recognize this country anymore. So,
2: and um, let's just mention the the Soviet show trials as well. Uh, there's yeah. a lot of parallels to that as well. So, yeah, I, I'm definitely with you. We're 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 in a different America now than even where we were five years ago.
0: We sure are. So yeah. So Save is an organization that we absolutely need. It is uh it is a .dot org. So you are. You're you're on a mission that people can help you with, right? I mean, you want uh, people to contribute and people to participate and make their voices heard. So if you go to Save Service Services, right? SaveServices.org, right. uh, which is up on the screen right now. You can't see it, but the audience can. So we're on your About page, <clears throat> and uh, you have multiple issues that you're actually dealing with. You'd share a little bit about. What have been the primary challenges and successes of SAVE so far to
2: date? Sure. Should we start with the kangaroo courts or should we fast forward to the Biden administration?
0: Let's start with the courts because that okay. we're really seeing that roll out today in our judicial system. Yeah,
2: yeah. So, yeah, and a lot of what we're seeing today was presaged by what was happening in college campuses uh, 10, 12 years ago. So, yes. So 2011, uh, Department of Education under Obama issued what they call a "Dear Colleague" letter. Um, they basically said, "Folks, if you uh, if you don't start uh, going after these allegations of sexual misconduct, remember they're allegations. Uh, mm-hmm. Many of them proved to be false. But anyway, is what, if you don't go after these uh, allegations, uh, we're going to take away your funding. We're going to yank your funding. And remember. Title IX is the federal law that applies to all colleges and schools, K through 12, that receive mm-hmm. any kind of federal funding, like Pell grants. Um, so to say we're going to yank your funding is a very serious threat. Um, and uh, so Title IX was is designed to end uh, sex discrimination in schools. Obviously, a laudable goal, but as we as we discuss this, I think we'll see. Uh, Title line has become politicized and even weaponized. So anyway, so yeah. to, to talk about the campus kangaroo courts. So you mentioned the, the Duke lacrosse La case was a good example. Uh, I think most of your l- listeners remember uh, the, the the allegations at, uh, in sh- at University of Virginia where there, the, the allegation was the, the woman was brutally raped at a fraternity party. And uh, to the point that the the, the glass uh, the glass table she was lying on uh, shattered. I mean, I mean, the story is, is, is so gruesome it comes straight out of you know it comes out of uh, fiction, right? And of mm-hmm. course that was that was found to be just utterly fake. But that kind of that cr- created a hysteria, and I think the word hysteria is a fair word to describe this. So. <clears throat> no surprise (laughs) um you know many many of these accused students all all men were expelled or or suspended from from their colleges i know many of these men myself personally um they were they were suspended or expelled and they said hey that was totally wrong that was a kangaroo court i'm gonna fight back so they actually filed a lawsuit and I've read many of these lawsuits. Uh, they are a sight to, to behold because the stuff that you read in these cases are just jump out at you. Like, yeah, this this is straight out of you know Hollywood. Uh, you know, straight yeah, straight out, yeah, str- straight out out of the the Chinese Cultural Revolution of the 1960s. Where you know, so I mean, l- let's talk about due process. What does due process mean? Well, due process is really a, a bundle or a basket of rights that are insured by the 14th amendment to the constitution due process includes um, simply being told specifically what is the nature of the allegation being uh, leveled against you and who who made the allegation second is a fair and impartial investigation so if you ever heard the phrase believe the victim or believe women obviously that's a that has nothing to do with an impartial investigation. It's the very opposite uh the The third element of due process is a is a fair and reasonable adjudication. adjudication just means the the actual hearing where yeah. the, the facts are presented people can ask questions and that hearing really needs to be done in person um, Many schools and timely have, pardon.
0: And timely, right? I mean, yeah. what we're seeing with the J6ers are that they're, you know, in prison three years and 40-some days for Jake Lang, for example, yeah. without yeah. A, without a trial.
2: <laughs> well, in the case right? of colleges, though, Jeff, I think it's fair to say their their aim was to get the guy off campus, get rid of the guy right. as quickly as possible. So so <laughs> they, they they tended to, to do these in a pretty prompt pretty manner. Uh, sure.
0: That's part of due process, though. As far as the law goes, I mean, that's right. I mean, so you're supposed to have a, a trials as soon as possible, and so I get that. And what you're saying is the university was more focused on, you know, you're guilty until proven innocent, and you're gonna, we're just gonna assume you're guilty. We're gonna kick your butt out of here. And so, you know, what what's funny is. Now, fast forward that to where we are today, and a man stands up at a school board meeting whose daughter was raped in the girl's bathroom. Right, in Virginia. And yeah. in, instead of him getting any any satisfaction or justice, he gets hauled out in handcuffs. And so it really is, the, the other part of it is, it's not only kangaroo court, but it is specifically uh, used as a weapon against people with conservative beliefs, isn't it?
2: I don't think that's an exaggeration Jeff and I it saddens me to say that, but it reveals how politicized this issue has become mm-hmm. and like so many other issues in our society, the precursor happened on college campuses right and right. A sort of te- mm-hmm. test there's a test run on college campuses and then it was exported to the broader society so anyway so so those are the so just to finish up about what 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 is due process it also includes a, a cross-examination. Um, and in fact, the Supreme Court said cross-examination is the most important engine to assure a fair and reliable outcome or decision as far as guilt, innocence or guilt. So you, you have to have a back and forth, you know, a real-time uh, cross-examination. And then last but not but not least, you have to have the opportunity for appeal. So the, anyway so that's sort of the basket of what we mm-hmm. when, when we say due process it's a whole series of protections to ensure that the the decision of innocence or guilt is is a fair and factual decision not based on the um, you know not based on, job, uh, uh, on on mob justice which we did see
0: yeah, and the, the other thing about it is that now if, if you bring up any concerns with what's going on, you're automatically labeled as a misogynist, right? And, and um, so as a dad with three daughters, what upsets me about it additionally is that this is doing no favors to the real victims, right? This is So you get this skepticism, you know, you get – so if this really happens to your daughter, right, because of what they're doing, they're actually harming the the rights of the of women as well and you know it just erodes at, at our entire legal process doesn't it
2: right right so if i can let me let me tell you and your listeners uh, an actual incident about a campus kangaroo court to show that this is not just a problem of 10 years ago this is a continues to be to this day and time this is a real problem this particular incident happened at Thomas Jefferson University, which is in Philadelphia, uh, Pennsylvania. This involved actually a faculty member named John Abraham. And uh, he was an orthopedic uh, surgeon, surgeon and a faculty member there. Um, and remember, Title Line is not just students, it also applies to staff and faculty. So. They were having a, a, a party for, for faculty members and staff uh, at, uh, you know, this was at, at John Abraham's private residence. And no surprise, there, there was some alcohol being imbibed. And uh, <clears throat> one of the residents at the, at the party was uh, one of the surgical residents, a female, um, came along with a, a bottle of whiskey. Forced the bottle of whiskey into the lips of John Abraham, so he, he was sort of like you know gulping some you know some some whiskey. Well, that was on top of the, the beer and whatever they had before that. So so long story short, they ended up uh, they ended up making you know having sex right there at the party um, as a result of this. Uh, really, I mean, this was obviously an assault by a female. This was a sexual assault by a female on a male. There was no informed consent, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So anyway, so John Abraham went to his supervisor per university policy, went to a supervisor to report this really horrendous incident. Basically he had been raped, right? Um, right. By the, by this female um, to report the incident. Well, <laughs> um You know, part of this part of the problem with kangaroo courts is they've created a narrative and that narrative says, oh, well, females never are never sexually indulgent or never sexually aggressive. Right. That's part of the narrative. So that narrative has become so powerful that when. Well, sure. John, that's the old.
0: That's the same thing that we see in high school where female teachers sexually assault their students and everybody says oh well isn't isn't he a lucky guy he must be happy about that well yeah right it's
2: nonsense yeah you're exactly right so anyway so john Abrant took this case to his supervisor and said hey i was raped uh you know this is a title IX issue um so you know i want you to investigate it and you know impose whatever necessary sanctions well um this this was this again. This was outside of the narrative. His case was not. Um, his complaint was not forwarded to the Title Line office at uh, at Thomas Jefferson University. Um, so, long story short, um, uh, he was forced out of his position because mm-hmm. there was sort of this. Because the the female also made a complaint that she had been the one who had been sexually assaulted, and of course, you know, believe women that that concept you know, you know, applied completely in this case, John Abraham was literally forced out of his very lucrative position uh, as a researcher and surgeon uh, at Thompson Jefferson. Um, So he actually sued. He filed a lawsuit against the university. So last, uh, it was in December, uh, the jury awarded a historic verdict against Thomas and Jefferson university for $15 million. Okay. So that's one lot of money for any university, $15 million. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so that's, that is the highest jury award ever in a title IX case. Um, there have been other jury awards, but not at that level. So, so that just kind of illustrates the, the kangaroo court mentality that we so often see at these, uh, uh title line proceedings so
0: but that is that's a good sign right i mean the fact that he got an award correct uh you know so do you see do you see that um improving as a whole at all or is it is his instance just kind of a a one-off
2: it's uh so yeah great question so it's the overall situation getting better or getting worse um i have to say I believe it's getting worse because remember the vast majority of these students that are mistreated by kangaroo court do not have you know do not have ample resources to file a lawsuit right a lawsuit at a minimum of ten thousand dollars that's that's just to kind of get the paperwork done right so but the cost could go over a hundred thousand dollars for a lawsuit most undergraduate male students don't have those resources So in in fact, uh, in most cases, the male student does not file a lawsuit because, you know, doesn't have the resources. And so, you know, it's on his academic record for his his whole life. He was, the student was expelled uh, as a result of sexual misconduct. And in this, our society, that's the red letter. That's the scarlet letter. If you're to- mm-hmm. if if your academic record says the spell for uh, sexual misconduct you know you'll never go to graduate school you'll never get into law school you'll never i mean you'll end up as a truck driver right
0: yeah. that
2: that is what this 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 scarlet letter means in the c- campus uh context
0: so you know what floors me all the time is that the left are very frequently hypocrites so we have the we have the um we have the instances that you're talking about, in the kangaroo courts, and the, let's get let's get men, especially white men these days, and so you got that on one hand. On the other hand, the extreme left is trying to normal norm, normal fly or take um, these, you know, they're trying to make pedophilia more acceptable. They're trying to <laughs> make excuses for the for the pedophile. And they want you not to call them a pedophile. They want you to call them a youth-attracted individual. So on one hand, they're bashing the hell out of men, and on the other hand, they want you to think that pedophilia is okay. What what kind of um, <laughs> what kind of a world does that? Those two things exist at the same time. It's absolutely upside down. It's maddening at times, isn't it? I mean, it's just.
2: You know, it's crazy. Jeff, I have scratched my head many times on exactly that question. And I actually, I have the answer. So, you know, you were really asking, how did this insanity, how did this complete insanity come to pass? Well, the answer is very simple. Karl Marx. So Karl yeah. Marx was concerned not only with, uh, you know, differences or inequalities of economic uh, standing or social class no he wanted a complete leveling of everything in society including removal of distinctions of sex right i can give mm-hmm. you the quote if you want to actually see it so how do you remove distinctions of sex well you <clears throat> decide well you know what what if we change the definition of sex um, under title IX to include gender identity and why don't right, we right. say that uh, you know, to change your gender, you you don't have to get any kind of medical clearance. I mean, you, you could basically just declare one day, hey, today I'm, you know, I think there's 52 genders, although some people say more. So, you know, if you wanted to even wake though, up one day.
0: Even, if- though, the di- even though the diagnosable uh, gender dysphoria that used to be treated, right, by professionals, uh, and the chromosomes don't lie, right? I mean, the, the DNA doesn't lie the the left is very fond of saying well look at the science in this in this case they don't look at the science so it's it's again maddening so let's talk about Biden specifically now and and what your organization is trying to do to counter his Title IX plan mm-hmm.
2: I have to share it with you. So, Please. so yeah, so as I was was explaining, we, we started with a focus on campus due process, right? That's t- all about Title IX, uh, going back 12 years. But then, uh, <clears throat> two years ago, um, our good friend Joe Biden um, issued a, uh, a an executive order saying that uh, hereafter, all federal departments, federal agencies, will work on what they call his word was anti-discrimination and anti-discrimination now includes addressing people of je- different gender identities um, and sexual orientations so that's where it all started it was that executive order so as a result of the department of education issued a draft regulation in <clears throat> in june of 2022 right and invited public comment on this draft regulation, and the most important part was to change the definition of sex to include gender identity. Right? That that's the most important piece of this re- draft regulation. So, anyway, but as you could probably imagine, this this uh, proposal triggered howls of outrage, um, and and. So much disagreement, and there were, I believe, over a hundred thousand comments submitted to the U.S. Department of Education, basically saying uh, balderdash. Uh, this is this is absolute insanity. So, <laughs> the, the Department of Education was hoping to put out this the final version of this regulation, you know, maybe twelve months later. Well, here we are. <laughs> here we are. Uh, what are we? Um, we're almost. Two years later uh, and Department of Education has had to postpone its date of release twice so right now as we speak uh, this, this pr- proposed regulation is at the Office of Management and Budget OMB, which is the bureaucratic office that gives the final clearance to any new regulation and that's part of the White House so mm-hmm. that's where things stand right now obviously you know we we are we're We're stunned and appalled by this proposal, and many, many other groups are stunned and appalled. So, on our website, saveservices.org, there's a uh, the very first image you'll see is uh, shows you know stop Title IX Save America, and I don't think that's an exaggeration to use those words. Click on that button. And you'll see the very, uh, you know, specific directions and links how to schedule and to give oral te- statement or oral testimony to the OMB to say, you know, you must stop this before, you know, things go over a cliff.
0: So I've got, um, I've also got on here, if you go to the press room, you have, you know, basically uh, articles and information by year. And at the very top, you have a national outrage over Biden' Title IX plan. So, if viewers, if you go to that, you can click. And what I like about this article, this information, is that you lay out how the states have reacted to it. And there's a lot of um, a lot of states who are really trying to fight against it. Um, what states are having the most success with with their fight here?
2: Yeah, this is a uh, one heck of a fight happening right now, literally as we speak, across the nation. And so and I think we have to basically classify the, you know, about half the states as red states, half the states as blue states. So the the red states um have been, and especially their attorneys general, have been very strong in opposing this. Uh, they've actually filed already they filed a lawsuit on a previous so-called notice of interpretation. And so so and like in in this press release you're just reading I'm going to look at it myself to give you the exact quote. So Florida's Governor Ron DeSantis and this was just a couple of weeks ago, he did a little video, okay, anybody can see this video. This is, he said the Biden administration is plunging ahead with a radical rewrite of title IX, seeking to impose gender ideology on K through 12 schools all across the country in Florida. We will not abide by it. Wow. That's, that's drawing a line in the sand.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And this is, um, so what are the, what's the likelihood that um, this just dies? I mean, if, if Biden is out, in 24 i mean are we going to make it to a point in time where the damage is is fairly minimal or what is your educated guess as to what we see
2: i'm not going to predict whether or not office of management and budget um blinks or not Mm -hmm. i certainly hope they blink but if they don't um i know for absolute fact there will be multiple lawsuits against this new regulation uh, from attorneys general from organizations concerned with free speech organizations concerned with due process organizations concerned with women's sports the list really it, it's a stunning list of organizations that i know for a fact will be filing lawsuits to block the implementation of this um, so this will be one heck of a show well, this, that's
0: another topic, right? I mean, we got the the uh, women's sports just getting destroyed. We have women who work their whole lives, right, to train and to participate, and and here we have these biological males coming in and just destroying women's sports, you know. And it's another it's another head scratcher. It's like, uh, okay, so the rights of all these women are going to be just steamrolled over because you're so concerned about the minority, uh, the this group of people that really should be seeking help and, and, and not seeking trophies, uh, you know, so you can't make this stuff up. I think most people in America, um, you know, younger than me even, uh, just don't recognize their country anymore, right? It's like, this is really, really gone way over the cliff. And, um, you know, I think that there's a lot of, there's a lot of concern over what our children are going to be facing. It's it's just, uh, to the point where I think many people say, oh, jeez, did I make a mistake having kids bring them into this world? And, you know, I mean, this is, this is all very, very serious stuff. So as far as the, um, the, the women's sports topic goes, um, what is, what are you doing uh, on that front? What's, what's your, what's your, uh, what's your recommendation for people to be active and what can they do to fight this kind
2: of stuff? Yeah, sure. Well, um, so to, to, answer the first part of your question, so we have organized It's called the title nine network. And again, all the members are listed on our website. Uh, we have over 200 organizations that have joined the Title IX network. These are national organizations, state level, local organizations, all working in concert to stop this this craziness. And, and some of these groups are focused specifically on the women's sports. So the, the the concern is is not difficult to explain. You know, if you have a biological male who one day says, you know what, you know, I think I today I feel like a, I'm a female. And I think I'm just going to, you know, decide to, to participate, you know, compete in the women's athletics. Um, and there's there's nothing to stop that, right? Um, mm-hmm. And the most famous person is his 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 name is Leah Thomas, uh, a swimmer at the University of Pennsylvania. And um, you know, there's pictures of Leah Thomas before and pictures of him afterwards. You know, again, he's a biological male but he was competing in women's swimming events Mm -hmm. and he actually uh, tied for first place. Um, Now Leah Thomas is uh, suing um, to, so he can compete in the upcoming summer Olympics in the women's uh, swimming events. He is literally suing to do that. If you've seen a picture of Leah Thomas and standing Mm -hmm. next to his female competitors First of all, he's he's three or four inches taller. Um, his arms are muscular, right? Obviously, his his lungs are bigger. Um, so he he has all the physical attributes of a of a you know a skilled male athlete. You know, right, standing right next to the diminutive female athletes, uh, it's 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 so ridiculous. You, you almost want to laugh. So Leah Thomas sort of that's what brought this issue into the national focus. Since then, there've been so many incidents of actual women being physically injured during these these sports incidents that that's, that's, you know, increased the outrage.
0: College basketball last week, there was a story about that. Uh, Some players being injured by biological male player. Uh, So, one last thing I want to get in and then I'm just going to ask you to close the interview as you as you wish and what your main message is. But my last question is what can guys or should guys men do on campus
2: if they're facing the problems we talked about earlier? And are you specific to the kangaroo courts or are you asking more broadly about these other issues?
0: i'm asking more specifically about because you had commented you know that a lot of these young men they just don't have the financial resources to 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 fight these things so um what what are your recommendations if if you have some to um that you would give as advice to these
2: students who are accused yeah so so first of all i think it's important that that young men appreciate the 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 potential impact of this one allegation on your whole career, on your whole life. Um, I know of one of the first men who was falsely accused. Uh, he's now driving a truck for UPS, right? That's that's not what he was planning to do when he was in college. But this is the effect it has on your on your future career. So you can't don't a- underestimate the potential effect of this on your and your whole career so my first you know so that's my first advice second is get legal help from an attorney who is skilled who is knowledgeable in title nine not all attorneys are you know are experienced in the title the nuances of title Nine. so uh, but there is an organization or there's a group of attorneys where that's that. that experience and specialty so you know go on the internet look for attorney with title nine expertise and so get help uh, don't don't try to you know don't wage this fight alone uh it, it, it just could be disastrous so so those are my two main areas of advice
0: both good both good um good topics and good advice um the, the, I guess I was thinking during that, too, you know, this parallels a lot with what happens to police officers who are automatically guilty in a, in a race-based type of thing, right? So their their lives are destroyed as well. So we're seeing this in all aspects of really what is lawfare, right? And, and uh, they play favorites, and we end up on the losing side of the equation all too often, and I think you know, the other advice that I'd give people in general is that, hey, it's time to stand up and participate in in making this change back to really join the counter revolution. That's really uh, join the, the counter revolution and, and do something about this and take our country back. So um, great stuff, Edward. And I want you just to say, you know, this is where you go to find me. Um, any other closing thoughts that you have that you want to make sure that people understand?
2: Yeah, Jeff. So, so first of all, I want to really emphasize that our, our entire society is under assault. Uh, it's an assault on the Constitution. It's an assault on the family. It's an assault on sanity. It's an assault on the truth. It's an assault on biology. We, we must not underestimate the severity of this. It is based on Marx's ideology. And how do we stop it? Every, every Every person listening to this show must do something. I'll give you an example uh, of, of of that. Um, this was just uh, believe three weeks ago in the great state of Connecticut. <laughs> There's a new law that, to install tampon dispensers in all yeah. of the boys' bathrooms in schools. Yeah. Mm. Well, the boys at Brookfield High School would have none of that. So literally within 20 minutes after the installation of this uh, tampon dispenser, they had removed it from the wall. They had even pulled out the, the, the pins used to hold it. Uh, and they, they simply <laughs> obliterated that tampon dispenser. So, you know, call it, call it the, the Boston Tea Party, come back to life, call it whatever you want. But that's the kind of, um, you know, that's the kind of activism I think we have to see. Yeah,
0: and there's a double standard there too as well, you know, we have the summer of love where the c- cities are burning in the background and the media is trying to tell you that it was mostly peaceful. And then you have <laughs> a truly most mostly peaceful, you know, event on January 6th that was turned into what I call the American Reichstag fire. I think it was uh equivalent in history that it was all about power and greed and um uh, and votes and, and that sort of thing. So, yeah. So Edward, thank you so much for being on. Love to have you back and learn, you know, what the progress has been. And again, it is save.services.org, save.services.org. People can go to and learn more about it. Well, thank you very much, my friend. God bless you. And um, if I can do anything to help your outreach, just don't be afraid to ask.
2: Thank you so, so much, Jeff.
0: You're welcome. Thank you. All right. So one final piece of advice that I would give college students right now is this. Don't put yourself in the situation to be accused in as much as possible. So make sure you know the person that you end up with is parties and and uh, getting hammered and all that stuff is always part of college life it seems. But um, a lot of times you have a choice as to whether or not you're going to Um, Participate in things, or if you're going to protect yourself, so just be smart about that. That's my advice uh, on that. And I thank Ed Edward again for being on the show. I do have a couple stories that I want to share with you, so don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. Hey Patriots, it's Jeff Wagner. Let's face it, it's getting harder and harder to make ends meet. It's only going to get worse. This inflation is going to continue. As a matter of fact, our dollar is in jeopardy of even existing with the crazies that want to go to the digital currency to control us all. You can go to KirkElliottPhD.com slash ThePatriotReview, get all kinds of free great information, and invest in gold and silver for your future. Our world is full of electromagnetic fields That even though we can't see them are affecting our bodies our sleep and even our ability to think clearly the advent of 5g is only making this worse there is an answer visit fix the world by clicking the link in the Patreon review show description below to view natural products that can actually protect you from EMF and 5g and even improve your sleep skeptical get the free dangers of EMF radiation ebook free by clicking on its direct link also in the show description
2: here's a nutritional hack anyone can master replace a meal a day with our kingdom feel
0: or if you're a moth from the gym add a shake to your daily meal plan
2: our unique meal shakes are balanced low glycemic rich in fiber 20 grams of clean protein essential vitamins and minerals healthy fat and organic fruits and vegetables
0: kingdom feel is vegan with a complete amino acid profile
2: Bottom line, it's a simple start to a transformed life.
0: No gimmicks, just results. Start today. Hey, Patriots. You can save up to 66% at MyPillow.com when you use the code TPR. That stands for The Patriot Review. That's TPR or call 800-519-9927. That's 800-519-9927. I use these products myself. I can tell you they are the best quality bar. None. So go ahead, use the code TPR and get up to 66% off right now. Coming to you from the land of common sense. An American pride, not a unicorn or rainbow in sight. Welcome back to the Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner. All right, we're back. If you want to get your hands on some kingdom feel, you can go to Sherwood.tv slash TPR. That's Sherwood.tv TPR. My discount code is also TPR there. I have a documentary that's been out a while called Breaking the Oath. It's all about the COVID protocols being used to depopulate the planet with the Nazis' agenda and the New World Order agenda. Also, I have a couple uh, new affiliate relationships. One of them is with the wellness company. You have probably seen this wellness medical emergency kit. Uh, you can uh, check this out at tpr twc.health health slash TPR. Get your hands on this medical kit. It comes with eight essential uh, uh, pills, supplements, um, including the I word that uh, we were not allowed to take way back in the COVID days. It seems so present. Uh, So anyway, go back, go to this website. Medical emergency kits are there. It includes an appointment that you need for the prescriptions you need uh, that come with the kit. Uh, Check that out. All right, I want to get into I want to get into just a couple stories here. Number one is Tucker Carlson just is amazing. He's knocking it, knocking it out of the park, right? So here's this story: Obama's boy toy comes forward with bombshell announcement. Now we, you know, had heard before about this, and uh, it's rather obvious that you know that, that the allegations here and opposed to what we've been talking about in this episode uh, have a lot more meat and merit to them. Now the media didn't want to cover this when it first came out a few years ago. Excuse me. So, so what does Tucker Carlson have to do with this? Well, he has another bombshell interview coming up. At least he's talking about, uh, he was talking about this with Adam Carolla and he is Tucker. That is, is convinced that uh, the, the, the end game is that um, the military-industrial complex, the New World Order folks? They want to have a war with Russia, and he believes that, that that this looming war would be a would be the end of the United States, basically. So he's talking about this and it, and its connection to Obama, and he says, you know, we're going we're going to have a real economic disaster. It's going to be a very tough recession. And that makes everything much more intense and so if if your goal is to maintain power and you think once you relinquish power the problem with everything becoming uh you know people criticizing politics is that people who do it imagine or or know that it will it will know you have to win right so in other words they want to keep things covered by maintaining their power so they're going to indict you if they win right and they can't if they lose, and that's that's the whole thing. That's the whole crux of it. So he says they're going to war they're going to go to war with Russia, which is what they will do. There will be a hot war between the United States and Russia in the next year. Of course, they wanted that anyway. I don't think we but the Senate a separate analysis, but I think it's a political matter, and this is a quote, so it's a little choppy. Uh, They need to declare a war footing to assume war powers to win. I believe that. And I think the evidence suggests that's true. So if you're worried about our our politics getting even more vicious than it already is, and people being hurt in our politics, which is entirely possible, you should be worried about the prospect of an open world already at war with Russia. Of course, we're funding it, of course. They're enemies, so we're fighting Russia. Yeah, that's exactly true. Uh, So Don Jr. came out and he said, this is one of the main reasons the deep state globalists want to put my father in jail. They know if he's president that he will immediately put an end to their plans to start World War III with Russia over the Ukraine. So Carlson issued a warning to Barack Obama that he's planning to interview a man who claims to have had a sexual relationship with the former president. During an interview with Adam Carolla, Carlson revealed he will interview Larry Sinclair on his new show. Sinc- Sinclair came forward years ago and claimed that he had a relationship with Obama. So basically, you know, what what Tucker's saying is that, you know, the the deep state, right, the deep state is going to do more and more desperate things uh, with more and more serious consequences to innocent people. And uh, this is one of those things that, that uh, they want to remain covered up. So what is happening with Tucker Carlson? Well, because of that, because of his interviews and what he's exposing, um, an assassination attempt and Tucker Carlson has been thwarted. And this is when he went to Russia to to interview um, Putin. And uh, it's not a surprise. You know, I think that, uh, you know, we need to be praying for people, for Tucker and people like Tucker who expose truth and, you uh, we need to keep them in our thoughts and prayers and rise them up and make sure that we are uh, applauding their work and carrying the torch for them and going forward to expose what's been going on in this country. So that is my ask of you for today. And, uh, please, please do keep Tucker in mind and uh, pray for him. As I said, also pray for president Trump. Cause I do not put anything past these people. I do think that uh, if they have to, they will attempt to kill President Trump. And uh, I think we saw that with Epstein, for example, right? People say he got Clintoned, right? Uh, So they will take care of people who are posing a great threat to their power, their wealth, and so on. So I wanted to end the show with that. I will be back tomorrow with another great guest. And uh, I want you to stay tuned. Thanks for watching and participating in the Patriot Review. Uh, you can find me all over the place. I'm on uh, Frank Socials, probably my primary and uh, favorite social site, so you can check that out. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow, as I said, so we'll see you then.
1: Have you ever wondered what it's like to be a January 6th political prisoner rotting away in horrible conditions? January 6th patriots are subject to cruel and unusual punishment every day and kept imprisoned for nearly three years without trial. These American heroes have to survive inhumane conditions where they lack basic food nutrients, clothing, and hygiene. Joe Biden's corrupt Department of Justice and FBI Gestapo has been making sure the families of these brave patriots are suffering as well. The breadwinner has been ripped out of the home, and these young families are being extorted thousands of dollars a year to keep up with commissary costs for their J6 prisoner. Many families have been completely devastated, missed mortgage payments and kicked out of their homes, and even the family car repossessed. The ongoing battle these families face to stay afloat and support their loved ones in prison is in desperate need of our help. You can now sponsor a January 6th family to help support them in their greatest time of need. Sponsor J6.com is a new organization started by January 6th political prisoner for 965 days, Jake Lang, ensuring 100% of funds made go to Patriot's commissary accounts. By becoming a sponsor of a J6 family, you can ensure one of the nearly 200 currently incarcerated J6 prisoners is properly clothed and fed. Sign up today to give the vital help these families need and make a real impact in the lives of our POWs. Head to SponsorJ6.com and support our Patriots.